There may be some people who are new to our firm and you haven't attended one of our virtual events before. Uh, and I just wanted to assure you that Jim is an excellent resource for cutting edge uh, retirement and estate planning strategies. He has practical experience. Jim and our legal team have drafted over 3,000 wills and trusts, and our accounting firm prepares 760 tax returns a year. In conjunction with our money management partners, our RIA oversees close to a billion dollars in assets under management. He's a nationally recognized IRA, Roth IRA, and 401k expert, whose tax and estate planning strategies have been endorsed by the Wall Street Journal 36 times. He's been featured in Newsweek, Forbes, Reader's Digest, Bottom Line, and Kiplinger's, just to name a few. And he's a paid contributor to Forbes.com, and his peer-reviewed articles have appeared in Trusted in States Magazine, Financial Planner, The Tax Advisor, The Journal of Retirement Planning. Um, and he's also an eight-time best-selling author of books, including Retire Secure, which has been endorsed by a number of financial luminaries, from Larry King and Charles Schwab to Burton Malkiel and Ed Slott. And I also know one other thing about Jim from the years of experience at our in-person workshops and our virtual events. He loves to present a lot of great information. And I'm sure that he's champing at the bit to get started with this presentation now. I know he has a lot of slides. So without further ado, please welcome Jim Lang. I got the call. It was 2 o'clock in the morning. My business was literally on fire. I dragged myself down to the business. I watched the flames. Uh, <clears throat> the property manager was there. And uh, it was February 16th with tax season pending. And I said, do you have any additional space? And he's like, I have to deal with the fire. Anyway, to make a long story short, I did find uh, immediate uh, space that I could rent immediately. The good news was the computer system was totally backed up. All the data was fine. All the legal documents back then, we actually had them in the office. Now we have too many, but they were in fireproof drawers. So I tell people we have tested fireproof drawers and we did get through it. Now, why do I even mention this? Because even though I was well insured, the year of the fire was 1998. And I didn't get most of the re insurance reimbursement until 1999. That year, my income was significantly lower than it uh, usually is. And my wife and I made uh, a Roth IRA conversion of about a quarter million dollars, which was our combined IRAs and retirement plans at the time. And our family will be over a million dollars better off because we did that. Yes, maybe some of you aren't in a position to pay, make your family a million dollars better off, but maybe certainly tens or even hundreds of thousands of dollars. The other thing that I would say about Roth IRA conversions and tax planning in general is that this is an area of which you can control. So much time and effort goes into areas that you can't control like predicting the market and which particular stock is going to go up and down and which particular asset category is going to go up and down. And the truth is, you know, we're really guessing and we can't control it anyway. But I would submit that it is better to spend your time on things that you can control, like tax strategies, estate planning strategies, 
retirement strategies and what we're going to be talking about today, which is both retirement and estate planning strategies, which are Roth IRAs and Roth IRA conversions. Um, we typically, uh, of course, everybody uh, is different and we all are unique in both our personalities as well as our finances. Um, and even people with identical finances might have different uh, end results based on goals. But for so many of our clients, um, a series of Roth IRA conversions is potentially the most valuable thing that you can do for yourself and your family to prevent massive taxations on your retirement and your IRAs. The big thing is that if you are IRA heavy, or if you have a significant amount of money in your IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, SEPs, KEOs, etc., someday somebody is going to pay income taxes on that money unless you leave the money to charity. And under the SECURE Act that we're going to talk about, it might be a lot sooner than later. And with pending income tax increases, it might be at a significantly higher income tax rate uh, than our current rates are right now. Um, most IRA and retirement plan owners are really headed towards tax Armageddon, if you will. I mean, just massive taxes when we are doing these um, projections and particularly people with big IRAs when they hit 72 and they're going to have these massive uh, minimum required distributions of the of the IRAs and then after the SECURE Act with a massive income tax acceleration of the IRAs after death, there's just not going to be a whole lot left for your family after all these massive taxes. And rather than just saying, oh, gee, we have a miserable tax system that goes after hardworking middle class IRA and retirement plan owners, I would rather say, well, gee, this is what the law is. What are our best strategies? And, you know, we've done uh, as Erica mentioned in the introduction, lots of peer review articles. I did the first article. Uh, well, anyway, I'll forget about credentials, but I'll just say for discussion's sake that much of what I am going to be presenting today is either information from the peer reviewed articles or updated because uh, tax laws have changed since then. One of the major themes for people who are IRA heavy is to transfer taxable assets, again, IRAs, 401ks, 403b, SEPs, KEOs, et cetera, to tax-free assets, uh, the most important, which is going to be a Roth IRA. And this will be helpful for both income tax planning and for estate tax planning. Um, we're going to be talking about Roth IRA conversions, and that's probably the biggest issue that we're going to talk about. The other thing, which I didn't know, is I actually did a presentation for, for roughly a thousand um, doctors and about 500 was actually in person. And I answered questions for five hours and practically everybody was asking questions about Roth IRAs. And then they had a slew of questions for backdoor Roth IRAs. Um, on the fly, I actually was doing another session the next day. I prepared as a, uh, let's say a portion of the talk on the backdoor Roth IRA strategies. And I am going to include that in today's session because I found out what a huge demand there was for the backdoor Roth IRAs. And we're going to talk about other ways to go from taxable to tax-free uh, 
um, and things, again, that you can control. So the SECURE Act is just like so miserable, and we'll talk a little bit about that, but the basic rule of the SECURE Act says that unless you qualify as for one of the, or I should say your beneficiary qualifies as for one of the exceptions, is that your beneficiary must pay income taxes on the entire inherited IRA within 10 years of your death, causing a massive income tax acceleration for your heirs. And Roth IRA conversions are one way that are not only good to cut taxes for you, but it could sometimes save hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, in taxes for your heirs. Pay taxes once and never again. So you might think, oh, gee, well, the SECURE Act that says we have to pay taxes within, or our beneficiaries have to pay taxes within 10 years of our death, um, how bad is that compared to the old law where our beneficiaries could, to some extent, uh, extend the uh, distributions of the inherited IRA over their lifetime? Well, what this chart is shows is that in the solid line, this is if somebody uh, either died before 2020 or their beneficiaries qualified as one of the exceptions. Uh, and this is a, um, let's say a projection. This isn't for you, this is for your beneficiary. And the solid line says, given certain reasonable assumptions, and I'm not gonna bore you with the assumptions, that your beneficiary towards the end of their life will have $2 million. On the other hand, if they die after, two, with, and obviously if you're here, you're going to be dying after 2020, and unless they change the SECURE Act, which I don't think is going to happen, at least not significantly, um, at least not soon, is that instead of with the same assumption, same income tax rate, same investments, same everything, that instead of having $2 million towards the end of your child's life, your child will be broke. So this is the difference, again, between financial security for your child and your child being broke. Well, I don't want to just sit and take it. I want to be very, very proactive. Roth IRA conversions are a great way of doing that. Now, to be fair, there are some exceptions to the SECURE Act. If you leave your money to your spouse, your spouse doesn't have to take the money within 10 years of your death. If your beneficiary is disabled or chronically ill, and I myself have a um, disabled daughter, and she will not be subject to the massive income tax acceleration of the SECURE Act. Um, there are an exception for young children still in school. And there's also an exception if your beneficiary is less than 10 years younger than you, that would most likely be a sibling or an unmarried partner. But <clears throat> we not only have the SECURE Act to deal with, which is gonna have this massive income tax acceleration at death, we also have the sunset provisions of the Tax Cut and Jobs Act of 2017. And this is really miserable. So what happened in 2017 um, is that there was a very significant tax cut, but in order to comply with uh, budgetary rules, the tax cut uh, had to be temporary. So in this case, the income tax rates that were, that were in effect before the tax cut job tax cuts and jobs act of 2017 they are now um, we are going in the year 2026 we're going to revert to those old very very high 
tax rates. And I'm going to show you that in a minute, but it's going to be miserable. In addition, not only are the income tax rates going to go way up, but the estate tax exclusion or the amount that can be uh, exempt from federal estate tax is going to go way down starting 2026. And this is going to be a really big problem, especially the income taxes for IRA and retirement plan owners. So let's be a little bit more specific. And I talked talk about this this morning. Can't hurt to hear it again or maybe for the first time. Let's go to the uh, line that says 2022 married filing jointly between $178,000 You're in the 24% bracket. You might say, well, gee, Jim, that's not all that relevant. My income's around $100,000. Well, that, let's say that that's true. Well, what that means is that you could make a $240,000 Roth IRA conversion and still be in the 24% tax bracket. Some of that would be in the 22% tax bracket. All right, and that might not sound like a lot of fun, but compare that to what's going to happen in 2026 when the rates revert to the 2017 rates, and you're going to see that that same tax bracket that was at 24% will be at 33%. Well, boy, if you could lock in tax-free growth, in addition to all the uh, advantages that I'm going to show you if the tax rates were level, but if income tax rates are going up and you can get money in a tax-free environment with either Roth IRAs or uh, other tax-free vehicles, you and your family are going to be tens, sometimes hundreds of thousands, uh, sometimes over a million dollars better off. So this is coming. And by the way, that this is assuming that Congress does nothing. So you might say, oh, well, we have a dysfunctional Congress. They're never going to pass anything. Well, that would say that that's true. Well, these tax rates are coming. And what I would submit to you is that Roth IRA conversions made sense with steady tax rates. And it made sense before the SECURE Act, after the SECURE Act, and with tax rates on the rise, Roth IRA conversions are going to make even more sense than ever. So what we have found is that because of the newer tax environment, many people who were not great candidates for Roth IRA conversions in the past, for example, people who were still working, now all of a sudden are. I'm not saying everybody, but many are. In the past, if you were already taking your minimum required distributions in Social Security, you might not have been a fabulous candidate for Roth IRA conversions. But again, with uh, increased taxes looming and the massive income tax acceleration after you're gone, it might make sense, even if you're 72 or older, to do a series of Roth IRA conversions. So this is is really a really important it topic, and it is something that you have control over, unlike, for example, uh, the market. So I mentioned the fire that, that happened uh, in 1998, and my wife and my wife hates to pay taxes. She really doesn't like it at all. She's a very smart cookie. She has a she's a software engineer. She has a master's degree. Uh, in electrical engineering from Carnegie Mellon University. And um, I just kind of instinctually said, hey, I think we should do a Roth IRA conversion of all our IRAs and retirement plans. And she was like, let's see the data, let's run the numbers. Now, at that point, we didn't have any 
of all the fancy Roth IRA conversion software. And we didn't have, let's say, a methodology of analyzing Roth IRA conversions. Um, so we just did it on an Excel spreadsheet. And we saw the benefits of doing a Roth IRA conversion. So again, we converted everything, which was close to $250,000. And, um, and we actually wrote this up in an article that was published in Forbes, not Forbes.com, but the actual Forbes magazine, we were a front cover story, is that our family will be more than a million dollars better off because we did do this Roth IRA conversion. Now, the other thing that I should mention is our office was literally above a pizza shop. So the first floor was the pizza shop. The second floor was our office. A subsidiary lesson to learn about this event is that please, please, please don't ever, ever put your office above a pizza shop. So uh, there was an electrical fire uh, and we were, we were literally toast. All right. So I was pretty excited. We did this analysis and, you know, we showed that we're, we were going to be so much better off. And I, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm a proselytizer, very frankly. If I see really cool ideas in the retirement area and the estate planning area, my wife would even say in other areas, um, I like to tell the world about it. I like to, and I like to prove it. So uh, proof is a big thing in my world. My mom was a professor. I kind of, my brother was a professor. I kind of grew up in the peer review world. So peer reviews is your peers are either um, accepting or rejecting your ideas. So let's say for the discussion's sake that you are a physician and you want to prove to other physicians and medical readers your ideas, etc. So what you do is you go to, let's say, a journal like the New England Journal of Medicine, and you say, okay, I have this idea, I want to do this study. I do the study, and um, can I then write it up and we then publish it? And let's say that the New England Journal of Medicine says, yes, you're approved for that topic. You do the study, you write it up, you submit it. Then a bunch of other physicians and people who are experts in that field will review it, if it passes muster, uh, maybe with some changes, then they will publish it. If it doesn't, well, then too bad it uh, doesn't get published. Anyway, in the tax world, the journal is the American Institute of CPAs journal, The Tax Advisor, which won the article of the year in 1998. And the analysis that I'm presenting is really uh, either that analysis or an update of that analysis um, but it's the same principles that was uh, published in 1998, which did win Article of the Year. Uh, that actually opened up all kinds of avenues for me. I started getting all kinds of invitations to speak. Uh, back in those days, I actually needed the money to make payroll. I was getting $10,000 a day to teach financial advisors about Roth IRA conversions. Um, I wrote three editions of Retire Secure, of which Roth IRA conversions were, was an important part. I wrote a dedicated book on Roth IRA conversions, which by the way, is still available and is one of your bonuses. If I don't know if it's announced or not, but anyway, that will I do want everybody on this call to have that, uh, even though it's, it is dated, but it has all the important concepts. Uh, again, we were featured in the cover story of Forbes magazine. 
Uh, we did an article for on Forbes.com. We got 175,000 hits in the first two days. Um, so I had a radio show at the time. I, I had, you know, a lot of the top IRA experts, Ed Slott, Bob Keebler, Natalie Show, many more. And all of them are at some point for the vast majority of IRA retirement plan owners, all of these experts were Roth IRA conversion uh, advocates. That doesn't mean everybody should convert everything tomorrow. It means that everybody should at least consider it. And more than likely, a series of Roth IRA conversions at some point in your life is going to make you and your family much better off than if you don't. There is no such thing as an IRA expert who has written a peer review article that says Roth IRA conversions are not effective or they don't make sense. We started running the numbers for actual clients. And we said, okay, here's if you don't make a Roth, and we would do projections typically for the lives of the, not only our client, but also the lives of the beneficiaries, typically children or grandchildren of our clients. And we said, okay, here's if you do nothing, here's if you do a big Roth, here's if you do a series of Roths, et cetera, et cetera. And we kept improving this process uh, and improving the results for clients. And sometimes this analysis was far more valuable uh, than, than really most anything that we could do for somebody because it was because the differences were so profound. The differences, for example, between not doing any Roth IRA conversion and doing a series of Roth conversions. Now, in reality, that's just one thing that we test. We also look for gifting strategies and um, other estate planning strategies. Here's if we do it this way. Here's if we do it that way. And here's here's the thing about Roth IRAs and Roth IRA conversion. Um, and, and by the way, there's some terrific software out there. And we've looked at multiple software programs. We use several of them. Interestingly enough, in some situations, we sometimes still get out the old Excel spreadsheet. Now, we obviously have our own, um, let's say, uh, sub uh, piece of software that really is just an application in Excel. But we also use Brent Mark, we use Bob Keebler's, um, and actually a few others. But here's the thing. The software is much more primitive than you think, and that you would think in today's day and age, you know, with these supercomputers and, and, and the computers being able to beat the heck out of the top uh, chess grandmasters in the world, you would think that all you have to do is plug in a couple numbers, hit optimize, and boom, out comes a great Roth IRA conversion plan. It's nothing like that not even close. It's more like interpolation. Well, let's try variation number one, see what we do. Let's try variation number, and we're actually making up the variations based on our knowledge. And the people who are doing this are seasoned CPAs, probably, well, some, well, two of them have like 20 years experience, more 130 uh, of income tax preparation. Two of them are or like, let's say newbies, like eight to 10 years, and they've been through an extensive internal uh, uh, training program that we use for our employees. Um, and then they're using the software. And uh, so it's both, a, let's call it an art and a science. The art is figuring out which numbers to run. The science is actually 
running the numbers and coming up with the results, measuring the results, communicating with the results. And then the client has the choice um, depending on, uh, I'll call it the stomach test, is can you stand to write a check that much to the IRS or the what I would call the math test, which is something that uh, is easier for us to do because um, I'm going to say that a lot of this is just a matter of math. And that is one way that we can really help people um, sometimes just save tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, it's not all that unusual. Uh, well, maybe it's not common, but you know, we have saved plenty of people, including our own my own family, over a million dollars when we do long-term projections on the Roth IRA conversions. I will just mention um, we this is this is our most popular uh, you know webinar uh, today. We have found again a lot of people are interested in this uh, Roth IRA conversions and the different strategies. If you are interested in potentially working with us. We'll talk at the end of the webinar uh, on more specifics. Uh, but if you are interested and you want to, let's say, cut in line, you've already heard enough. Yeah, we want to run the numbers. We want the ideal Roth IRA conversion plan. And uh, we are either interested in the financial master plan, um, which, again, we're going to Roth IRA conversions are just one part of that. The other parts are things like how much you can spend, what's the best gifting strategy, what's the best estate planning strategy, even if our estate attorneys have to talk with either your estate attorney or someone else. We're not licensed to practice law in any state but Pennsylvania, but we certainly make a lot of recommendations and oversee that process, which is part of both our assets under management and our financial master plans that we are doing for a flat fee. For assets under management, there's a million dollar minimum for the master plans, which we're limiting because, frankly, there's a huge demand for them. We don't think that's the best thing anyway, because it's kind of a one time thing where what we think is that people need um, reviews every year and strategies are tweaked when tax laws change. Again, strategies sometimes are changed significantly. Sometimes there's a big change in the family, et cetera, et cetera. But the financial master plans are $15,000 or more, um, usually $15,000. Occasionally, we get some really tricky ones. Um, and you, if you have some of my old books, you say, hey, do you used to do it for less? And <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and probably if we are still doing them uh, later on, we'll probably be charging more. And that's <laughs> just the way it is, partly because there's so much demand. Um, and the... Uh, the demand for assets under management is we really think that that is the best uh, way of working with a financial with a financial planner. We will talk about uh, specifically our what we do and why I genuinely believe that we have the best uh, offer of any financial advisor or team of financial advisors. We'll talk more about that at the end.